let me paint a picture for you from the clay of dry land a man was molded and from his ribs a woman was shaped now a man leaves his father and mother to be with his woman this is the origin of marriage yeah stay tuned in today's episode if you want to know more about the origin of marriage welcome to the vos podcast a community for the global woman on here we inspire and motivate we empower women to discover purpose fulfill destiny and walk in victory in every arena of a woman's life journey i'm your host abolade and today's episode marks day two of our daily bible chapter review end of creation details of how God made man and instituted marriage. So I'll be sharing my insights and inspiration on Genesis chapter 2. You most definitely want to listen to the end as we will unfold the deep secret in God's word which is able to transform our souls. And make sure to follow us on our social media platforms on Instagram at VOS Ministry and on YouTube at VOS Podcast. Please share, rate and review today's podcast episode. If you aren't clear on how to rate and review, check out a quick video on our YouTube channel on steps to rate and review a podcast. All links will be dropped in the description box. Don't forget to also send in your questions, your contributions, your insights via voice messages genesis chapter 2 now at last the heavens and earth were successfully completed with all that they contained so on the seventh day having finished his tax god ceased from this work he had been doing and god blessed the seventh day and declared it holy because it was the day when he ceased this work of creation on the seventh day God rested having completed his task even God valued rest God valued rest day after work day to the extent he set apart rest day as a special day for himself and called it holy God will like us to follow suit ensuring we rest our bodies properly and not overworking ourselves because without the body we cannot function on earth hence aside from you know honoring the sabbath day as a day dedicated to worshiping god god will also want us to take our rest in him trusting in his ability as he successfully brings to perfect completion everything he has started in our lives for we know there is a full complete rest still waiting still awaiting the people of god christ has already entered there he is resting from his work just as god did after creation according to hebrew 4 9 10. so we see this god still has a place ready for his people where they can rest they will rest as god rested on the seventh day 
when God made the whole, the world and everything, he rested after he had finished his work. It is the same for everyone who goes to God's, God's place of rest. They too will rest. They will no longer need to work. This is talking about, you know, the afterlife, going into the ultimate rest of God, which is our heavenly home. Now, when the heavens and earth were successfully completed, God rested from all his work on the seventh day and declared it holy because it was the day he ceased from his work of creation. Even God had a rest day. God didn't overwork himself. <laughs> Two things I want us to pick here. First, God had completed everything and anything we will ever need till eternity every new inventions you see has already existed it has already existed in the realms of the heaven before coming down to earth so everything we will ever need has already been made available in the storehouse of heaven second god is never a lazy man he is at working yet he prioritized rest that he even declared it holy you cannot be more hardworking than the god who created the entire universe yet rested he modeled that example quite well god expects us to rest no matter how hardworking you are <laughs> only a body well taken care of will serve you well yeah only a body well taken care of will serve you well here is a summary of the event in the creation of heavens and earth when the lord god made them there was no plants or grain sprouting up across the earth at first for the lord god hadn't sent any rain nor was there anyone to farm the soil however water welled up from the ground at certain places and flowed across the land a summary of the event in creation there was no grain sprouting up across the earth at first remember chapter one told us the earth was empty the time came when the lord god formed a man's body from the dust of the ground and breathed and breathed into and breathed into it the breath of life and man became a living person then the lord god planted a garden in eden to the east and placed in the garden the man he had formed the lord god planted all sorts of beautiful trees there in the garden trees producing the choicest of fruit at, at the center of the garden he placed the tree of life and also the tree of conscience giving knowledge of good and bad a river from the land of eden flowed through the garden to water it afterwards the river divided into four branches one of these named pishon pishon 
it went across the entire length of the land of Avila, where nuggets of pure gold are found. Also beautiful lanium and even lapis lazuli. The second branch is called Gion, crossing the entire length of the land of Kush. The third branch is Tigris, which flows to the to the east of the city of Asher, and the fourth is the Euphrates. God formed man's body, you and I, from dust of the ground, and breathed into it the breath of life, and man became a living person. I am living today because of the breath of life you are living today because of the breath of life so thank god just right where you are just thank god for the breath of life because that is the only thing sustaining you you are just dust nothing but dust i am just dust nothing but dust if not for the breath of life not until when God breathed into the body of man did man become a living person. Notice something here. Before God breathed life into man, man was classified as it, a non-living thing. Lifeless, but the breath of life transformed man from lifeless to living. The breath of life is very, very important because it is what is sustaining us as living beings. If the breath of life is removed, you are just it, nothing, lifeless. So thank God, thank God for the breath of life. Have you ever asked yourself, then what is the breath of life that made man live? Remember, God was the one who breathed it. So it could only have come from God. This breath is the breath of God himself, the life of God, the spirit of God who is the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit has been in man right from creation. I don't care what religion you have. I don't care what you serve. I don't care what you do. I don't care the work you do. The Holy Spirit has always been in humans right from creation. God planted all sorts of beautiful trees in the garden. Then at the, at the center was the tree of life and the tree of conscience, which gives the knowledge of good and evil. A river from the land of Eden flowed through the garden to water it. Afterwards, the river divided into four branches, which are Pishon, Gion, Tigris, and Euphrates. I checked online and saw that scientists have located Tigris and Euphrates to flow through Iraq. The Lord God placed man in the garden of Eden and its guard as its gardener to tend and care for it but the lord god gave man this warning mm -hmm. now we are moving gradually into how things how things went wrong that the spirit of god you know departed from man but the lord god gave the man this warning you may eat any fruit 
in the garden except from the fruit from except the fruit from the tree of conscience remember in chapter 1 it said every plant bearing seed every fruit bearing seed and every plant has been given for food and remember i mentioned that you know we were not to eat any animal right from the beginning just plants even the animals were to eat plants mm -hmm. there was nothing like carnivores just plants everybody eating plants but we're moving gradually to where things went wrong that man started to eat animals now he's saying you may eat any fruit in the garden except fruit from the tree of conscience for its fruit will open your eyes to make you aware of right and wrong good and bad if you eat its fruit you will be doomed to die and the Lord God said, It isn't good for a man to be alone. I will make a companion for him, a helper suited to his needs. So the Lord God formed from the soil every kind of animal and bird and brought them to man to see what he would call them. And whatever he called them, that was their name. But still, there was no proper helper for the man. Like, can you see the, the 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 story here god god said okay it's not good for a man to be alone and god formed from the soil animals different kind of animals but yet there was still no proper helper for the man then the lord god caused the man to fall into deep sleep and took one of his ribs and closed up the place from which he had removed it and made the rib into a woman and brought her to the man this is it adam exclaimed she is part of my own bone and flesh her name is woman because she was taken out of man this explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife in such a way that two become one person now although the man and his wife were both naked neither of them was embarrassed or ashamed because they didn't know <laughs> have you ever wondered if the garden of eden is still on earth like have you ever been curious about that these are the kind of things i wondered myself like i am a thinker and i i could just you know this thoughts could just pop like i'm always curious i have this curiosity in me so i'm always curious like is this still is the garden of eden still on earth like these are the things i wonder to myself the garden of eden was the garden in the land of eden are people still living in the land of eden <laughs> if they are which i doubt though they will have you know close proximity to the garden of Eden but of course they won't be able to enter they will be able to enter I am quite sure some scientists and you know archaeologists would have gone on on the wilderness search of Eden I am sure because I would check it online online let's imagine they find it my dear listeners they cannot enter 
and we will get to understand why soon enough so god placed man in the garden of eden as its gardener you know to tend and care for it god had placed us god has god has placed us on earth to partner with him intending and taking care of the earth the earth and everything in it belongs to god we are holy employees working in partnership with God to take care of his heavenly resources. Nothing in this earth belongs to us. They all belong to God. But we are here as his gardeners to, to tend and care for his property on earth. This is synonymous to the fact that God has placed us on earth to tend and steward his resources. God did give a warning to man not to eat from the tree of conscience. He even explained why. He told them, this, if you eat of this fruit, it will open your eyes to good and evil. And I don't want you to know evil. I only want you to know good. But mm, he wasn't even evasive at all. And I'm sure if Adam and Eve were curious enough to ask more questions about why he would have given more explanations without question god will not hold back any answer from you but man had always had curiosity because man had a free will i'm sure the thought had crossed their mind before the serpent came to expand the thoughts with mere lies and deceit but they never asked god to explain the why further for them to develop a conviction not to disobey if not eve would not have fallen if she had guarded her heart with all diligence as we will discuss in the next chapter God is the creator of all, so God definitely knew good and evil. But he protected man from evil because evil is not in God's nature. Only good dwells in God. But he gave humans the authority and dominion over all the, all the God's earth resources and also allowed them the decision to choose whether to carry out this mandate of building and growing this new world by trusting God's definition of good and evil or allow them to seize autonomy and define good and evil for themselves that is why we have free will we have free will God will not take the free will away from us because we are not robots we are not robotics we are not artificial intelligence we are humans and this is what distinguishes us from artificial intelligence we have free will the ability to to make decisions for yourself and God gave us that free will say okay I don't want you to know evil I want you to know good all the days of your life that is why you know they were both Adam and Eve they were naked and unashamed because they didn't know evil they only knew good so there was no worries you understand but still God gave humans the ability to make the decision themselves that okay I have given you authority and dominion over the all the health will you you know carry out this mandate of being a gardener and a tender and you know uh, uh, of having authority over the earth by you know growing this new world that i've given you by trusting me 
or by trusting my definition of good and evil that's god talking or will you seize you know this autonomy and define good and evil for yourself well this is representative of the tree of conscience the tree of knowledge of good and evil then god said it's not good for man to be alone i will make a companion for him a helper suited to his needs god saw the need for partnership with man he saw the need for man to have another man to play with to share life with god created the space for it a companion helper to suit his needs it didn't replace the space of God in man's heart. It only strengthened it because one will chase a thousand and two will chase ten thousand. Like, can you see this exponential multiplication? I don't even know what I'm going to call it. Like, how can one chase one thousand and two chase ten thousand? Like, this is exponential. It's not linear. It's not linear at all. Jeez, like can you see the exponential equation of aligned partnership and companionship in marriage by 10 not even by two <laughs> so this means god treasures and understands the importance of kingdom partnership and alliance if one man does it alone he may wear out at some point but if he has another if he has another the other will support and encourage by holding each other till they both get to the finished line god made animals just the same way he made man but still there was no proper fit for man <laughs> not everyone you encounter is your proper fit if god judged merely by appearance he could have given king kong the ape to add adam as wife now <laughs> I've said okay the ape looks like human now it's just a bit more airy oh yeah take the ape as your wife even Ada himself was not blind he knew better thing <laughs> so don't like don't they look like humans they look like humans too now they're just a bit airy but no but caused Matt fall into a deep sleep and took one of his ribs and closed up the place from which he removed the rib and a woman was made from the man's rib the interpretation is that even the man god was worried about that he would be alone was not so much bothered he was deeply relaxed and fulfilled in himself he was in a deep rest in god yet that moment when you are in deep sleep that nothing is in the external you know affects you your confidence is is deeply rooted in god that was the state i adam was in you know that moment when you are in deep sleep and nothing that nothing in the external affects you when your confidence is deeply rooted in god that was the state in that was in god then took a rib from him the rib did not make him incomplete because he was already complete in god the rib just made the woman from the same bloodline as him the bloodline of god they shared the same purpose as creation of god 
even when Adam saw her, he affirmed it. He said, This is it. Like Adam said, No better thing. He said, This is it. This is what you call conviction. Mm? He knew in his spirit of spirit that this was the one. There was no mini, mini, many more in his mind because he was deeply rooted and seated in his spirit it was deeply rooted and seated in his spirit that it is not it is either a yes or no without wavering he exclaimed she is part of my own flesh and bone that is my bloodline in christ jesus my purpose partner this explains why a man leaves his parents and is joined to his wife in such a way that two becomes one <laughs> i am telling you the mathematics of two becoming one is one that is yet to be understood by mere human knowledge it is the depth of friendship companionship openness two coming together to become naked and unashamed I am certain you are getting value from today's podcast episode. And if you know you are getting value from today's podcast episode, make sure to rate and review this episode. I look forward to your comments. Very soon, our Vessel Grooming program and our podcast subscription will be opened. Make sure to join us once it is opened for more juicy insider content. Don't forget, we are a community of global women. So let's do a quick recap on the lessons learned in today's episode. From today's episode, we learned to prioritize rest days. Six days God worked and on the seventh day, He rested. He so much prioritized rest that he declared it only. We should always learn to rest and take care of these mortal bodies so it can serve God's purpose on earth well enough, well and long enough. We learned that not until God breathed the breath of life into man did man become a living person, which means God himself is the life force of man. Mm, this is very deep we learned that we are partners with god on earth to faithfully steward his resources on earth and present the yielded results to him you do not own anything on earth i don't care the amount of mansions you have which is good i'm not against it which is good i would love to have my own mansions too on earth before you know going to the real home enjoy it but know that you do not own it know that god owns it so be grateful for it do not be haughty or proud about it do you see finally we learned that marriage is divine and instituted by god by god himself to encourage and foster the alliance unto the multiplication of heaven's resources and to double up in fulfilling God's purpose on earth. Let me read that again to you. Finally, we learned that marriage is the divine is marriage is divine and instituted by God Himself to encourage and foster an alliance 
unto the multiplication of heaven's resources and to double up in fulfilling God's purpose on earth. Remember, one will chase a thousand and two will chase ten thousand. Thank you so much for staying tuned in today's episode. This is just day two and we have a lot to cover. Like, we have a lot to cover. But I'm grateful that you stayed through day two. Don't worry, in the next episode, it's even going to be more exciting. Are you excited for the next episode? I guess you are. Yeah, thank you so much and see you in the next episode. Stay blessed.